0: This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series.
1: after. There is 7 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us on the second hour of the Power Breakfast Show. Thank you so much, guys. Paul Richards, Richard Ruggabara is saying, Ruben is in the mix. Of course, my name is Steve. I think I was going to leave it a Steve for this morning. My name is Steve.
2: Uh-huh.
1: All right, let's take a look at something traffic-wise. Um... Uh, Let's see. From Maloney, straight up towards Ui, You've got traffic on the CRH. Val the Port of Spain. You've got a Dago. All routes. Mocha, heavy but lighter than usual, if that makes sense. Uh, Jagan Village coming down to lower Santa Cruz. Well, San Juan, you've got some traffic. Eastern Main Road, different parts. Heading from Aruca straight down to Mova. You've got some traffic. All right, let's head down south and make our way up north. Let's see. Ooh, south is lighter than usual. You got some traffic heading from Taruba to Harmony Hall. And exiting with Gasparilla, you also got some. Heading north on the Solo Riverland Road. Heading towards Coover and Point Lisa's a bit busy. From Coover towards Chase Village, also got some stop and goes. And then Sugar Gornas towards the interchange traffic. Chin Chin Road the Southern Main Road, northbound Ibis into Q-Rep. That traffic is going to head straight up towards the priority bus route. All right, so that's a quick traffic update for you. I uh, got some other votes there, Richie Rich. I got Lance Park saying no. I got San Cooper saying dead wrong. Uh, he said my entire house is air conditioned. Thank you, Lorna. All right, so let's get the votes. Ro- the let's get the votes there, my friend.
3: The results to so the poll this morning was: Do you think? Uh, do you think or do you agree with the RIC official Glenn can um when, do you think he's correct that average citizens do not have AC do not have air conditioning Because that was his inference um in terms of explaining the ladies bill to her he was kind of almost buffered on in a kind of way he seems very arrogant um so of the voters this morning we had 29 people voting on the poll this morning. Of the 29 people, 27 of you said no. Do not agree with him. And you do not think that he is correct. And that citizens, that average citizens do not have AC. And two of you said yes.
0: Such an but, elitist statement.
3: But 27 of you said no, you don't agree
0: with him. Well, There's no one the audience to be Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right,
1: let me get my guest online. It's she's just ready. such an
0: insensitive, a poorly thought out statement. It means that you're so out of touch with what what defines the average citizen in this country. Isn't that 1972, where AC was a big deal and only big shots could afford AC? It housed in House of the Hill and Park, Maravar and Gnenko? The place will be so damn hot no everybody you have a child a baby in the house you need a air conditioning unit because it it gets to 36 and 36.7 degrees in this country suffocatingly hot but you but feel a, but the point i was making just now paul
3: is that there's a sort of insidiousness anytime things like this crop up that people who you believe who the players believe is above average you should have less of a voice
0: yeah or oh, yeah. oh. you're right because he was dismissive you're right all right well gentlemen
1: i do have the minister online good morning to you Good
4: morning, recording in Hoyos. progress
1: not bad paul richards richard ragu and myself and i know you pressed for time
5: uh-huh. i'm a little tight on time because of what today's cabinet and i have an appointment before
0: ah that's right mister Khan called you, you know. to... good morning minister
5: Good morning. Happy to speak
0: with you. You see, I made good of my promise. So you, you intonated something to me yesterday, which kind of disturbed me. So I got immediately upset. Uh-huh. Uh, give, a, give us some context quickly, please.
5: Oh, you know, we were talking about food prices. Is that right?
0: Yes, yes.
5: Right. I know a statement had been made uh, by the head of the supermarkets Association uh, saying that prices are likely to remain the same perhaps until the end of the year, which is uh, the end of t- 2023. This is not the first time I've heard that statement uh, from another super- not- supermarket. Uh, I did, in fact, hear it from another supermarket owner. So I'm, I'm quite displeased to hear it twice, That here it is. The aim is to prices as they are, rather than to give good reason and address the volatility that may exist in their minds, which, of course, led them to make such a um, a rash and reckless statement, and um, so I spoke to that from the point of view that um, we have been monitoring in the consumer affairs division uh, the prices as it relates to the food and agriculture UN FAO price indices, uh, and why we do because it's, it's we are still so reliant on foreign foods, and um, so we've been monitoring and noted that yes, whilst it peaked. At 158 points sometime in um, February, uh, no, March of 2022, it was coming down and it had reached the point of 134 points or so. So we are expecting, whilst it's nowhere near pre pandemic levels, uh, where we were about 108 points, the point is it's reducing. And, um, and that there's an expectation, especially with rate rates having come down, generally, there's an expectation that you will see um, some. I won't say 11 and off the pre 2019. I can't say that because there's still some volatility and supply chain issues. But to make a very court um, um statement like that tells you that, uh, or hints to you that the interest is really about the pricing and uh, not really about the consumer. And, uh, um, and as far as I'm concerned, supermarkets have had it pretty good right through these disturbing times in the last few years. and uh, and we are looking, as a government, we are looking towards um, uh, 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 these supermarket owners being a little bit more sensitive to the needs of consumers, and that wherever a price can be passed on, a price, a price decrease can be passed on, it is in fact passed on. Or generally, that there's a sense of, okay, the consumer has had it rough. Can I take off all of my 5,000 uh, items in the supermarket, and I'm just speaking off the cuff? $5,000, can I say, let's do a hundred, let's do fifty, and let's make sure that we put some always have these specials on uh, for those who are really having a difficult time let's make sure that we keep specials on on, the, on, the, on these very, very basic items. you know that's the kind of um, thinking that's the kind of service, that's the kind of um, deliverable. I would think that any supermarket owner being in that, uh, in that trade would want to. And ensure it gets carried out. Whenever,
0: whenever there's, a, there's a suggestion that from the public who are under pressure, as you say, that the government do something about uh, price fixing, and I'm using that term pretty loosely, <laughs> the, the response is, well, there's a free market situation. Demand and supply will take yes. hold, and you are you are adhering to that principle. Well, it doesn't seem that it's going in favor of the consumer when the demand-supply paradigm should be benefiting the consumer. And, and what is the government's response to that?
5: No, the thing is, you have to um, use suasion. I certainly would be calling all of them in to understand what they're thinking behind it. We also will have to continue to uh, monitor and, and, and put out the information, the public response to the information. We have millions of responses from the public annually. Um, make sure that it's in the full view. The, uh, make sure that all the supermarkets are the Why Trinidad and Tobago? Why the Trinidad and Tobago? Really, the information is there so the consumer makes the choice. And again, people have to think about growing something themselves in their porches in their backyards, et cetera, to alleviate some of the pressure. And not alleviate some of the pressure. It's where we should be thinking. what'll reduce that food import bill. Got to reduce your supermarket bill. Hey, but
0: where what does do the think- choice come from, Minister, when the association head representing such a large number of the supermarkets maintain maintains that the prices, quote unquote, will not come down. Where's your choice coming from?
5: Yeah. But it still rests in the hands of the consumer because of the fact that we exist in a free market situation that allows for market forces to dictate prices and so on. That's the reality of where we're at. And sometimes you're gonna to have to say no to some things and and, and and so in 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 a sense, force the price down by not 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 putting up with what is put in front of you.
0: Easier said than done. When a pumpkin yeah. reaches sixty three dollars for a little piece of pumpkin, what you, And that's a basic vegetable.
5: Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And you keep hearing the excuses, floods, etc. You can't use that forever. We've had, we probably have it. I mean, pleasant weather. And t- 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 um, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but we have to be on the side of the consumer, speaking to it, speaking to the association. Um, again, this association is not representative of all of the supermarkets across Trinidad and Tobago. At the same time, so when a statement is made like that, we're not speaking for everyone. Uh, there are those and I wish to recognise the supermarkets who carry a lot of specials that is advertised, and they're reasonable and so on. So you, you, you I mean, I, you really do lower those supermarket owners for those kinds of decisions that are made. That I will put some reasonable prices out there on some reasonable uh, on, on goods that are bought almost every day by by patrons and so on. That's the kind of thinking you want. I, we understand that there is still amount of some amount of pressure uh, of out there in terms of supplies. The, the War is still on, but but supplies are available. You're not seeing shortages in the, on the shelves in the United States that you saw before during the peak of the crisis. You're not seeing that, so we know that supply. The, 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 the jam that it was there before has eased. You know that container prices have gone down. So yes. There might be some challenges, but I don't think it's the challenges that we had before. I was happy to see that the uh, two flour producers were able to reduce the prices on two sizes of flour. Um, I think one may have done more than two sizes, but the point is both of them responded when they were in a position to in December. And, and that's the kind of responsibility that, that business, this business owners have to their consumers, especially when it comes to food. Very pleased with an NFM and, and um, I think Future Mix. So um, the conversation is out there and it's open. And, I, and I'm, as Minister, responsible for trade and industry and consumer affairs. They've always cut out for us. We, I'm calling in those supermarket owners, and uh, the conversation has to be there. You have to find a way to treat with particular items. I'm surprised to see, and I monitor myself, huh? Uh, even though I'm not, I don't buy milk because. Um, my personal health conditions and i look and I see that the prices is going up unpredictable you, have to, you nice. have to absorb some of the increases you have to you have mm-hmm. to
0: we're in a short tight schedule we thank you for being with us this morning
5: <laughs> yeah okay
4: bye-bye
0: all right thank you all right
4: recording stopped
0: yeah i, I just hope that i mean there's one time a price council which uh, they, they're not going by the direction because they're looking at the free market system and demand and supply but i mean something has to be done to protect consumers when they can spend when people can say prices will not be going on till the end of the year no matter what the prices they're importing at or the freight costs are it means that somebody is focused on more profits than the consumers benefit and this is the consumers i suppose
3: we could get on to rajiv dipty to get his point of
0: view i hope so yeah uh because at some point somebody has to protect the consumer because the choice is one thing when you have most you, you can't travel 30 miles to get the price that you want you understand it, it it defeats the purpose when the supermarkets have a particular position from the association perspective it becomes more difficult to get choices that are uh, in alignment with your pocket kind of thing mm. it's just difficult and and it, when you look at something like a pumpkin i saw a pumpkin for 364 dollars. a pumpkin why a pumpkin is 364 mm. and it's not, a, it's not a pumpkin you could carry somebody in you know, like a carriage the normal size pumpkin and then i don't know that the the, the goods that they, they intend to sell at the same price in six months are from stock that they paid a particular price for or a particular freight cost for because I'm sure they're importing every quarter. You understand? So, if by September you're importing at a lower cost, why is the the savings not being passed on to the consumer at some level? All right. I do have Rajiv Dipti online. Recording I don't have much time with him either. So,
1: morning, Rajiv. <laughs> Good morning. Good
6: morning to you guys. Good morning,
1: Good morning. We do have Paul Richards and Richard Raghubar saying this morning.
6: Thank morning, you, you for coming. Good morning,
1: gentlemen. I don't believe I've had the opportunity to tell you. All the best to you. No, you're a bad co-host. All the best to you and
6: yours. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen.
3: Yeah, Thanks for joining us, uh, Rajiv Dipti. Um, Of course, we were speaking with the Minister of Trade, and she's a little upset um, with the Supermarkets Association. I'm sorry you would have seen some of the reports in your newspapers yesterday because uh, um, where, where, where she was talking about their... But she just spoke to us, too, and and she is saying that you and also somebody else, another supermarket owner suggested that prices at the supermarket will not decrease until the end of the year, even though freight, etc, is on the downward trend in terms of prices and and she felt that the more responsible um, approach would have been to um make sure that certainly at least the basics however um people can carry down the prices in terms of the basics for consumers um in terms of passing along the savings with freight etc um that that should be done in showing that you care i suppose she didn't exactly say it that way but a, a version of that but basically she's saying that the supermarket association and some other supermarket owner both were on the same narrative, the heard that seemed to indicate that prices would remain high for the entire year and it's only at at close to the end of the year that you would get some sort of relief. How do you respond to that?
6: So gentlemen, I first of all, thank you for having me on the show. My response to that is that you see where I am being quoted as saying the end of the year, I said the short to medium too. The short to medium to, in my opinion is three to six months now there is a situation where yes freight has normalized to an extent where you've seen freight for example come from its peak in COVID, where it was about twenty thousand dollars from the far in china to about five thousand dollars now but one of the core issues is that we don't import food from china we import food from north america and europe now what's happening right now guys is you have a situation where foreign suppliers of goods, remember supermarkets are at the end of the value chain. What our local suppliers and distributors are telling us is that the foreign suppliers of goods have experienced price increases, they've experienced higher fuel prices, which is driving inflation in both North America and the UK and and Europe. And you have this situation right now where those same suppliers, those same foreign suppliers that we're buying goods from, they're telling us that the factories in those territories are not yet at production levels that are back up to pre-pandemic levels. There's also this issue of supply and demand. There's also this issue of China. In, with no, this is a major contributor, this one. China has been exiting its zero COVID policy as of December 31st, 2022. What happened there is that China is essentially a year and a half behind us. When we consider that we moved from a pandemic to endemic without restrictions, they are aggressively treating with COVID. And at the same time, the ports across there have, have created a major supply chain disruption. So for example, when you're trying to get equipment and machinery and parts out of China, it's, it's become a massive problem. There have been extreme delays, and it's and it, it caused issues along the supply chain, creating price increases. All of these have come back to local suppliers who've just been paying for the goods and taking the price increases and passing it along to the supermarkets. So what I'm relating is nothing but facts. All I'm relating is that in the short and medium term, that being three to six months. Remember, guys, we were in COVID for two years, two and a half years, and you don't just come out of this situation in one go. It takes a little time. There's a lack time. And what our suppliers, and, that's, and that, that's all I can be guided by, what I'm, the feedback is. What our feedback is, is that it will take some time, but the, the freight coming down is being canceled out by all these circumstances because we still have the one Ukraine we still have all this overheating of prices on the international market, and it's a situation that is presenting with circumstances that are, aren't altogether um, great for the stores.
3: So, so, so I, I, I recognize you, what you're referencing is other factors that affect price beyond freight, uh, basically, sure. basically, and yeah, um, and was. how okay. and, and how that affects pricing at the supermarket. But you know it's very it, i mean a lot of people are hurting at supermarket prices i mean i mean i can give you one of my examples was a particular um a particular brand of uh blueberries that i buy because i make smoothies and stuff like that went yeah. up from 135 initially maybe about a year or two years a year ago maybe to now 270 something dollars and not just one item, but there's so many items that when you go to the the supermarket every given month, every month people make that trek, And some people make it every week. Um, you see prices just going up and up, and it seems like there is no end in sight to the to the increase. It's not even it's like increase. it's saying static; it's increased and it's not moving because it's, it's increased.
6: Amazing, it's very unpleasant as a customer because I'm, I'm also in the same situation as a customer, and it's it's something that we have absolutely no control over. If a foreign supplier in a foreign country is raising his price, we have no control over that, because then we are buying it at higher prices, and it's it's a situation where you, you could only absorb so much, and then you pass on the cost, because... This, this, this situation, we didn't expect it to be like this. Well, what I can say is that there is hope in, on the horizon. There is improvement expected in the long, in, in the short term. And that we hope that this situation could get better, whereby those factories ramp up production, because it's not just food that's experiencing this, too, it's pharmaceuticals, it's a lot of things. But uh, of of course we're going to look at it from the, the side of the supermarkets and what's going on there. But it's a confluence of factors. All it's not just it's not just um, the the price increases um, from our side. It, it, it's it's globally. I mean, in the UK right now, they're talking about keeping the lights on or keeping the heat on. It's 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 crazy.
3: But is there a point in your in your mind in your sense? Do you? Is, do you see I know you said the short to medium term and that that's the correct quote you said you said um is it that you think that prices what exactly is going to happen in the short and medium term? is it that prices will start to retreat in your opinion if things hold if things hold because of course it's an uncertain world but if things hold and, and and they have positive outcomes globally is it that you think that prices will retreat and we will see prices going back down? Or is it that prices will remain where they are and won't increase any further?
6: So it's a very interesting question, Paul. So, so what's, what actually has been happening is something like this. A lot of suppliers have discontinued products altogether because the price increases. You, when, you're a, when you're a supermarket, um, when you're buying for stores, or if you are um, in the supermarket, you're going to be very cognizant of the prices that you're getting. So if it is that you're getting prices at a price point that is beyond the reach of the consumer, you're going to say, no, I don't want to put that on the shelf. And a lot of, a lot of stores and supermarkets and suppliers have discontinued entire portfolio of products. We're looking for alternatives. We're looking for cheaper goods. It, we, we simply know that it's just not feasible anymore to carry the, the products. So we're aggressively putting out new brands of products that are absolutely going to capture the attention of the customer because we, we, just, we just can't continue at certain price points, and we've let foreign suppliers know that. But th- it's, it's difficult at the same time to find enough of them in all the categories that we can. So you're going to see a lot of product substitution, and it's, it's something that's going to happen because we recognize also that the consumer has the power, the consumer has the choice, they have the ability, and we're reacting to that right now. Because you, you're asking the right question, at what point? That is the point we're at All
3: right. Well, okay, Rajiv Dipti, I mean, we didn't, we just uh, uh impromptu call in terms of responding to the Minister of Trade and Industry. So thanks for taking the time to speak with us. We appreciate it.
6: Always and
3: anytime co-host. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Take
6: (laughs) care. Take care, care, gentlemen. All right. Have
1: a good one. You too. All the best. That's my nickname for Rajiv, (sighs) co-host. Right, yeah.
3: So of course, our poll this morning, um, I sent a you WhatsApp, say,
1: Richard, of some prices. See what? I sent
3: a
4: WhatsApp. Recording stopped.
3: We um, sent it a poll. You sent me a WhatsApp. You sent yeah. So of course, um, we would have spoken to the minister of trade, and we would have spoken to Rajiv Dutt, who is the supermarket association, um, to get their point of view. So you would have heard both. So judge for yourself, I guess, and um. And we have no choice but to go to supermarkets. Don't, do um, we don't um or groceries because some people just go to smaller places. Normal Pops, yeah. And you have to face you just have to face the music in a kind of way. And I know people have adjusted. Uh I think people have adjusted. I think everybody has adjusted how they purchase and what they purchase. And the quantities in which they purchase certain things. Um I mean I know for sure, certain things, I just don't bother with any more that you may have bought before you you, you go to a different you really do go to different brands now because of the, the price point. it's really ridiculous in certain cases. But anyway we, so that's um, so you'd have heard those two interviews. so we could probably take some calls as we are towards 8 a.m. Um, also um, our poll this morning was um, that viral video became viral well if the RIC didn't get a lesson in social media and the effect of social media if they didn't know about it before well they know about it now um, so I suppose there'll be more circumspect in what they say and how they say it um um tonight in Arima because Arimians and people in the surrounding areas um RIC will be having their consultation today at the Arima Community Center the brand new Community Center on Andagon Street um you but it's not so brand new anymore but but for all intents and purposes brand new um that's where the consultation is being held between 5 and 7 p.m today concerning electricity bills and electricity rates so if you um are vocal about those issues and you have something to say then head down to the community center between 5 p.m and 7 p.m today and let your voice be heard by, um, by the ric on the proposed t tech rates um, so our poll this morning actually was, do you think that the RIC official, Glenn can, um, was correct in that average citizens do not have AC? Um, of course, the vast majority of our listeners who decided to vote, um, because 29 people voted, 27 of you said no, you do not agree with him, and two said yes. Of course, you can continue to vote in this poll throughout the day, throughout programming, and we'll give you the final results tomorrow morning, which will... Be Friday. Friday. The weekend begins tonight, people, at a second after midnight, and don't you forget it. Yeah. So basically that's the situation. But we can take some calls as we head towards the 8 EMR. I may have some transference to do again. So bad, let you all know. Alright, we have a call here. Good morning, caller.
7: Good morning, gentlemen. My morning. call was no. I keep saying why they don't collect the money that they're owing out there. What is so hard for them to collect the money? Why we have to pick up the slack, cut them, and let them come in and pay the money? If they don't pay, no reconnection, that's all they have to do. Why do they have to raise to to compensate for that? I don't know what more to say. It's ridiculous. Everybody have a dryer in the house, have a um, the place hot. Everybody have a um, um, an air condition. They mightn't be running it twenty four seven but they have one as backup. This is just so ridiculous. The grocery people sooner or later people will start to leave their grocery there to spoil. Let them carry on them and the farmers.
1: toll-free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. That's our numbers. It comes directly into our studio, of course, our message board as well, via our mobile app or our website at power102fm.com. All right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Tell their food prices. I, I don't know.
3: So be taking your calls, 222 to talk, two to North Americans, eight six, six, five two five, ten ninety nine. You would have heard you would have heard both interviews, so you should have an opinion. Or you can have an opinion on the RIC and the session this afternoon in Arima from five to seven at the community center. That's where they'll be. Mm-hmm.
1: So you can weigh in on your opinion. Yep. Let's grab this call. Good morning. Good morning. Good
4: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, Mr. Patrick. You know, sometimes you listen to people who are in position to assist and help the needy and the simple and you wonder if there is a tyrant you know? Because in the end of the day, a air condition, you look now, is not a luxury. It's a necessity. It could deal with health issues, it can deal with sick people. We live in a kind of country here with the sun, the weather pattern is very humidity high. So, if you have an elderly patient, your mother, your father, or a sick relative, and they're in a room, you need a air conditioner to cool down the place. You know what's going on? So, when these people are talking, so I don't know if they will be thinking what they will be saying before the talk. Yeah, In the night, if you are sleeping and you suffering from any kind of illness, you want some, you play school rounds. So, I don't know how these people talk. No, as I keep saying recently, I had a partner of mine who was looking at Wasai. He was a, a project manager. And he says, only the poor people that pay the water rate. It is the same thing with TRT, Poor people that want up pay the because they will cut them for $100 and $50 and hundred dollars But these big conglomerates who are $1,000 will cut them. And again, subvention they subvention the one businesses. So let those people and them go and collect the money from these big multi 1000000s Industries uh, and get the money and leave it simple. I've read the man was saying, "Let them run their condition unit." Thank you very much.
3: Okay, Mr. Patrick. Thanks, thank Mr. For Patrick. Your contribution. Yep.
1: Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. Toll free North Americans. Eight six six five
3: two five ten. 99. All right. You know, a question I forgot to ask Rajiv Dipti, and it's now come to me. That whole issue of the electricity rate, and I know Rajiv Dipti would have been in on the media mm-hmm. about how it will affect supermarkets and stuff. But what I forgot to ask him was whether the Supermarket Association is formally making some sort of presentation before the RIC or have they sent in some written um statement concerning the rate increase, whether it's opposition. I assume they will be opposed. Because it's going to send up their, their cost, and that cost is going to be passed on to guests. Mm-hmm. Businesses pay their electricity rates unless it's included in their rent. Um, you're going to have all of that now cropping up, and how much of those are going to be passed over to um, consumers? Where, wherever you're buying whatever you're buying all of those things are, are, are going to matter food, but again,
1: so we'll see yeah give me quarter You can ask
3: i'll come across a little palerish <laughs> all right so let's grab if some you, of those calls call back to the parlour. Like, excuse me i forget yes mommy say to, mommy see um if you can get me some cheese too and you're going oh i forget mommy See, i can get a two liter coke too mm, stick a butter <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right so we take your call i mean
3: you, you saw the whatsapp i sent you right Oh, no, I didn't look at it, you know. Sorry. Yeah. look at it. But we're taking your calls. 222-TALK, 222-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. Yeah. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and of course, don't forget, vote on our morning poll. Do you agree with the Prime Minister's approach for media... Co- no, that's the wrong one. That's the one from yesterday. I didn't hit a fresh. That's what happened. Do you? I know it's not Do you agree? Do you agree with the RIC's executive director, Mr. Glenn, that the average person does not have air conditioning in their homes? All right. Good morning to Trinity Jam Two. Thank you for sending a message. He says yes, I do agree. The RIC's website has a link to an. A study from 2019 that puts air conditioning use at six to 15 percent of households. So data supports his statement. All right, thank you, Trini Jam Two. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Morning.
2: morning. Yes, um, Concerning P and T, RIC, and the rates, uh, are you aware that P and T has been subsidised? by 700 million every year by the government of Toronto and Tobago. Okay, um, and... Right. Go ahead. Right, right. and concerning the AC, from, I was listening to the to the um, consultation, and what the person on the RIC was saying, concerning the AC, they was relating that to the it's a high energy appliance. You're trying to make the correlation that if you install higher appliances in your house and you use it regularly, it will burn more electricity. It wasn't, it wasn't indicating that people shouldn't have AC in their house. Did you listen to the clip? Yes, I listened to the clip.
3: And you don't find that click
2: infers in a certain no, the, attitude the, the person was in what what the gentleman said but that is not what he said he was he was referring to the and how much it burns
3: did you listen to the clip and do you not find that it infers a certain attitude coming from the ric official towards that citizen who has brought
2: the bill? no no i didn't i didn't okay, think well. that probably probably i didn't see the whole
3: clip but we're seeing the issue through two different lenses in terms of that clip. And yes, but, but we my, know my, the my, state. My and is, yes, we know the state subsidizes electricity. We know this; the state subsidizes a lot of that, so that's not news so, to are, us. are we saying?
2: Are we saying they should just continue to inject 700 million every year What people are saying is,
3: is that there's a lot of money owed to Tantec by a lot of government. A lot of people, I think, at the session at the Centre of Excellence made the point. That a lot of money is owed and a lot of it is by government institutions so they're saying collect that money first and improve the efficiency of TNtech before you come to us for a rate increase i think that's what a lot of people were saying okay
2: okay 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 i just wanted to get it out there plenty of people not aware that TNtech is a subsidized state enterprise just like water. everybody
3: knows that TNtech is subsidized or would we not know in, in, in order in order, in they order pump yeah, it into they our heads at every oh. opportunity they hold it over our heads that you enjoy the, each one of the cheapest rates in the western hemisphere and it subsidized subsidized, subsidized subsidized, subsidized it's
2: only a fact right so don't
3: so why would you think that we don't know it
2: know what i'm saying is it that the citizens want the government to try and tobago to inject 700 million every entity and deck and that's, that's okay? That, that is not a problem? For
3: some people, it is not a problem. For some people, they see it as le- getting some returns from the, the fact that we have natural gas and oil.
2: Okay, and running a deficit budget by 10 million, 10 billion every year? That is not a problem?
3: Well, they didn't have a deficit last year. They had a plus, not so.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Well, That's what the
3: Minister Finance said. He said there was you a surplus. See, you
2: see, we, we we tend to compare our countries with other countries in the world. Well, but sir, we, we, if you we, we, we are, do, we do, if we do, you don't want to follow, we don't want to follow what other countries doing. But somehow we sir, want to say there, there,
3: there are some countries that that subsidize different things. What do you think farmers in the United States are not
2: subsidized? Is electricity subsidized in the United States? These will be in they other have oil areas. And
3: gas? so so if it is farmers are subsidized in the united states you
2: don't have a problem with that farmers are being subsidized down here, they are farmers so, so, that so you have a, you have a
3: problem with subsidy no. so, in, so in other words so the what, state I'm,
2: what i'm saying for the for the entity to run efficiently you see tantec wasn't really set up to make a profit when it was incorporated and it now started up it wasn't incorporated really to make a profit like it, it was the mother wasn't a business model The intention was always to subsidize, because we had oil and gas in in those years. But I understand what you're saying, right? And thanks for my, my contribution.
1: All right. Good morning. Good morning, caller.
7: Good morning, gentlemen. I thought I was listening to Mr. Peanut. Why the government don't cut the and TNTech money and leave them to collect the money to fill that gap? I have a TV that on the hurricane the other day, when we had the hurricane, the TV went out blue as the lightning flash. And, you know, I had to say, buy back that television by myself. or oh, get an electrician. Rewire your house. Take your wires. You can't win with TNTech so
2: why
3: they want us to pay more money and we're not getting any address it does just don't make sense there is the a balancing needs- act that, that there's a balancing act that has that has to be that that that, that, that the, the country has to come to with regard to certain issues and yes maybe maybe the state can't afford the subsidies on the same level as any as as before but we knew this issue of subsidies for years. Economists have been telling various governments about subsidies on oil in terms of our gasoline um, that we put into our vehicles, but subsidies for electricity, subsidies for water. They have been talking about it and saying, oh, for years and years and years, as far as I can remember, that has always been an issue and reduce and reduce and reduce. But in the good years, which is what the point I have made before, when it was easier to do things like that they did not do it it did not make the responsible decisions then now things are even harder for a lot of people and now you have to make the decision and I'm not saying okay maybe with any framework you have to do it in terms of bare survivability but you have to find some kind of balance in acting how it's done and for a lot of people at that center of excellence at least some of the suggestions that came out of that um whether you agree with it or not I'm just saying these were some of the suggestions was as you were saying um collect what is owed to you improve the service and get it to the efficient level where we don't all have to have search protectors throughout our houses and 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 fluctuations that go back and forth that damage people's appliances get to the point of being complete but being very efficient and then ask us the increase that's what some that is, people that's what a lot of people I think said from the center of excellence. You may yes, agree with us. you may disagree. Some people don't mind, obviously, the subsidy being removed and we paying market rates. Some people don't mind. And, and going from what that caller who was just who just called, he seemed to be sympathetic to the fact that the government needs to reduce that and and. He's prepared to pay more some people are not prepared to pay more and i remember when marvin gonzalez was here and and he was talking about oh because as i say they always lord it over us which annoys me as you couldn't tell from my voice that you know you all enjoy the cheapest xyz whatever um but anyway when marvin was talking and he's saying you know and people have to pay more and and people cut up a bit generally, generally the narrative about TNTech and I said yeah but there are people now that are cut people get cut all now because they can't afford sometimes the electricity rate at its current level mm-hmm. my there God, are people I'm who low. get cut at its current level which they are saying is so cheap
7: my daughter bill moved from three hundred to eight hundred. They come and check the meters, and they said that is what she's using. I have more appliances than her, and up to now she's still paying that eight hundred dollars. You cannot win with TNTech. Take what I tell you; you just cannot win.
3: Yeah, so I'm saying that it's a balancing act. I get it, and it's a balancing act, and it's it's a hard, um, a, a, it's a hard pill for many citizens to swallow at this point. But all that's going on in this uncertain world um but it, there, there it just has to be a balancing act and and in terms of if there's an increase how it's done and how much it is and whether people can actually afford it can like somebody
7: it. do something
3: with solar well well he's well all that is part of the discussion too when we spoke to marvin so you know about how the legislation for solar etc but, but the, I was the, the, RIC about... consu- the ric consultations are for people to air their points of views so make use of it if you feel strongly about the issue make use of it and and go to those um go to those the consultations because one is t- one is as i said before the I'm next yeah. one is on today in arima at the arima community center from five hmm. all
2: right all yeah, right we anytime have people a
7: stand up, yeah.
3: anytime people have to pay more there's going to be resistance that's just a human thing no human being has ever said oh please charge me more i want to pay more <laughs> that sentence i don't think has ever been uttered please charge me more i want to pay more there will always be resistance anyway i'm transferring st- all right,
1: so 222-8255, 612-8255, we're taking some of your calls. Yeah, in fact, I should play, of course, next hour, our guest is going to be Mr. Vasan Barath. Uh, all right, so very interesting to chat with him. Um, all right, um, but let me get into my track now, so when I come out of news, I could... Uh, Go straight into Mr. Barrett. Here's a little uh, relator for you, and a track called, you know it, Food Prices. (laughs)
8: Mind, come and tell me about two months ago To bring back the old time calypso He said very well, really, later people keep asking everywhere Why you don't bring back a old time reminder I said it's a good idea without a doubt But what the hell you want me to sing about is then he declare sing about the price of food and how things so dear. oh selling a dollar for five a dollar for celery a dollar for sive they raise currants and they raise raisin egg is six and eight dollars no one dozen. not and those averaging wrong a dollar ten and is one twenty five a pound now for melon jen a lime long time was old talk and fun but now a line is 95 cents for one but no, I said, well partner, everything that you just said was true. Money today I have no value. And if you argue, people are going to say that you're funny. And tell you how you can eat the money it's true you can push the money down your throat but people still not getting the money's worth and the vendors and them so fierce they just raise the price when something gets scarce 90 cents a bunch of wrestle. Pack choi is 250 a bundle 75 cents now for potato some places is six dollars for tomato Callaloo Bush 150 in tongue and carrot selling now five dollars a pong So if you brave to still go in the market I could tell you that you're only taking basket Now when you have to compare all the prices of food stuff salaries today are not enough you notice up to now I have not mentioned the grocery that is more headache and a fresh set of money apart from that is light like bill and rent to pay God alone know how people are making out today I could tell you then people catching their aunt uncle and nenen 315 Three fifteen a pound for shark car is is five dollars that end no skylark six dollars for redfish that is advantage Some places it's five dollars they want for cabbage Ripe fig 180, green fig 45 Poor people only struggling to survive Imagine cauliflower five dollars a head So it's cheaper to buy marijuana instead Well, I bung to offer some solution before I conclude. Get a kitchen garden and plant your own food. But then again, everybody don't have their own backyard. Government must control prices in Trinidad. Subsidize farmers and increase salaries. And in a case like that, we bung to get a ease and clamp down on this racket about the scarcity of goods and the black market. A pong a garlic now is $4.15, $5 a pong now for crystal feed. Pumpkin is $4.50 if you please. And in the shell is $6 for pigeon peas. 14 ounces of saltfish is $3.69. It's like pushing the umbrella up from behind. A chicken is $10 and $150 to pluck. So it's cheaper to buy feed and raise your own cock.
0: Thank you for choosing Power One Two Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.